Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast, where we're serving up gospel-fueled courage to the Christian woman to remain faithful in her calling. Hello, welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. I am here today with my friend Becky, and you guys have probably all heard me say on the podcast multiple times, my friend Becky, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Do you hear me say that? Do I you do. Know? Okay, I do. my friend Becky. The, um, so this is the person that I'm talking about when I'm always talking about my friend Becky. And she's also, she organizes the group on the website, the Keeping Home group, and there's also a Instagram companion that goes with that. So you can find her. Is it just... Is there underscores in There's underscores home? because okay. the other ones were taken and yeah. I couldn't think of another name. Yeah. <laughs> so. um, but I think it's underscore keeping underscore home. Yeah. But if you type in just keeping home, it, it comes pop up. up. Okay. Yeah. Um, or you can find her, Becky McNeely, probably is your thing. I think I I'm, don't know. I think it's Becky Rose. I had okay. to leave my last name off when okay. I was teaching. Oh, I said, don't put okay. your last name on anything. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, this is my friend Becky, and she's going to talk to us about all things home organization. Whenever I was pregnant with Providence, I had all the millions of totes that needed to be gone through so that I could find the baby. Well, I didn't have any baby girl clothes, but so that I could find the gender-neutral-ish gender clothes that would work for a baby girl, speaking of, who just walked in the door. I wonder where your dad is. <laughs> it was girl time. Yeah. She just wants to hang out. Yeah, so I was, like, overwhelmed by this task, and Becky is the kind of friend that was like, I'll come over and help you. It'll be fun. We'll organize it all. And I'm in tears, surrounded by the totes. I'm so overwhelmed. Organizational things are not my strong suit. I love it when everything is organized and I have this image in my mind of all my drawers being perfectly organized and all Mm -hmm. the totes being organized and all the closets. I know how I want them to be. It's very hard for me to maintain it though. (laughs) But anyways, Becky's the person that thrives in organizational projects. (laughs) She's a very good friend to have. Um, I always say I'm, I like cleaning the house, but I'm not, I don't, I don't like organizing and I'm not good at organizing really. Yeah. Sometimes with organizing, you have to envision the end goal and just like with anything else in the house, you have to think about, okay, this is going to feel really awesome when everything is done yeah. and everything's in its place. But the middle part, especially when you're organizing something, it feels like, I think I just made this worse. Yeah, when everything like, is I didn't out. think it could get worse. Everything is out of the junk drawer. <laughs> yes. You're like, oh my gosh, how did it ever fit? Yes. Yeah. And actually, somebody on Instagram told me this last week that we should call it the treasure, or they call it the treasure drawer <laughs> at home instead of the junk you drawer. I was like, that's a better name. You'll find. You never know what you'll find in there. So, we're going to talk all things organization, home management, et cetera, et cetera, this podcast episode. So, we're going to start out with an icebreaker, though, and talk about the tools that we find most helpful. So, what are your tools that you find most helpful when it comes to home management? Okay, so one tool is a steam mop. The steam mop that I have is my favorite because we're almost always barefoot at our house. Mm -hmm. Like, shoes are a rarity unless Mm -hmm. we're physically leaving the house. Um, But I'm real picky about how my floors feel and if they feel gross and I feel like the entire house is a mess and I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And it's really just the fact that I need to vacuum and mop my floors. Like, it's really not as big of a deal as I have it Mm -hmm. cooked up to be in my mind. Um, But I used to have one of those spin mops. And Mm -hmm. the idea, especially when I was real big pregnant with June... The idea of trying to lug that big mm-hmm. bucket out and yeah. try to, it was, I don't know, overwhelming, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a steam mop was super handy. 
But what I like even better is the little mop vac situation that you mm. brought over like when that. you helped mm-hmm. after the crazy of VBS mm-hmm. when you helped put my house back together. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was a super handy tool. Mm-hmm. So that's on my I do list. like the shark vac mop, but I also want to have a mop mop. A mop. Okay. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, as soon as ours breaks, I'm immediately going to Walmart to buy another one of those because it's mm-hmm. so handy. Yes. <laughs> I, I use it just multiple times a day after right. we eat every single time. Um, but it, it can mop, but it's just like one of the little Swiffer pads on the bottom of it. Oh, so it okay. wouldn't get super far. It's not like a, a good, like, it's, it's not going like, to rub the fruit clean. snack no. off of the no, floor No, it's like someone spilled a little bit of a milk. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So both tools would be helpful. Yeah. Both would be helpful. Um, Okay, so this is not an actual house cleaning tool, but at the end of the day, we always do a whole house tidy, Mm -hmm. and one of my favorite things to help the kids have fun is slugs and bugs. Have you heard Uh, slugs and bugs? Yes, I love slugs. So we listen to slugs and bugs on, it's a, um, they have a bunch of albums and stuff on Spotify, and we, Jack always asks can we listen to Slugs and Bugs? Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes tidying and cleaning up so much more cheerful yeah. if you're singing real goofy songs. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> always, I like that one. We always do the whole house tidy right before bed, mm-hmm. and it's not the best choice. Like, it would yeah. be a much better choice to do it, like, after dinner, before we're all just kind of chilling before right. bed, like, between those two times, because then you could, like, play music and make it fun. Right. Where we're doing it, it's like, hurry up, everyone, you need to get in bed. <laughs> go, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's tired, and it's, and it's cranky. not the best idea, and I usually end up doing all of it. So yeah. yeah. That's and a much better idea. You kind of have patience of little ones kind of stretched yes. to the max at that point yes. in the day. You mm-hmm. know, I think Rachel Jankovic is the one that said that, right before dinner, like when mom is finishing up dinner, she I think they called it like the witching hours yeah. at their house, you know, where everybody's looking for something to do, bellies are hungry, yeah. and so we plugged our whole house tidy into that spot, and it has been so nice. Before we have loved supper. it. Hmm. So as soon, I'm, when I'm like two minutes away mm-hmm. from dinner being done, I give Brandon a heads up and the, if, if he's home that mm-hmm. night, and then give the kids a heads up and say, okay guys, two more minutes, and then we're going to tidy. And then um, as soon as dinner is done, I just keep everything warm on the Mm -hmm. stove or oven or whatever the situation is. And then we put on music and we tidy Mm -hmm. up because the faster we get it done, Mm. the sooner we get to eat the food that smells super good, you know, Lord willing, as long as it's, you know, (laughs) as long as everything turned out. But, um, but yeah, so we do that right before dinner and then we do dinner and then we do bath and PJs and then we do family worship. And then after family worship, it's just books. Yeah. And books are super easy to put yeah. put up as mm-hmm. soon as the kids are actually down. And depending on how the day kind of shakes out, sometimes June will go to sleep right after family worship. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she'll stay up and read with us for a little bit. But for the most part, it's just Jack mm-hmm. and Brandon and I sitting yeah. and reading. Like and that. it's a real snuggly, peaceful, mm-hmm. cozy way to kind of tie up the day. I also like it that everything's tidied up after when supper's done because mm-hmm. then you don't have the supper cleanup and right. the house tidying. Right. And you feel like, wow, there's a lot to do before there's I get to happening. sleep. <laughs> yes. And miles to go before I sleep. Especially if you get go. up super early and then you hit that yes. point right after dinner where you're like, yeah. okay, my last big task is done. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of want to get in PJs and like cozy in for the night. Yeah. And you're like, I really can't. I got to go scrub that crock yeah. pot liner, yeah. you know, or lid or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
So I, we really, we just did that, I don't know, probably two or three months ago, and we have really loved mm-hmm. the way that that mm-hmm. rhythm works. Implementing that. Yes. Okay. It's really, really that. nice. Plus, you end up reading more books with the kids, yeah. and it's not like a, okay, we're going to read one or two before you go to sleep. It's yeah. like, hey, you want to read another one? We got time, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, I feel like we all sleep better because it's not a rush towards the end of the day, yeah. so. Okay. I like that a lot. Um, trying to think. We're on tools, right? Are we still on tools? Tools and tips. Tips. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about these on here, too. <clears throat> but the cleaning cards have been super helpful. Mm-hmm. So I think you had that idea, right? You had the idea yes. to make them. So Jamie, I went to Jamie Lingle's house, and she had these cards made up for her girls mm-hmm. and herself. But um, she was talking about how helpful it was. I was like, oh, my gosh, I want to do this, and I want to share this with all my friends. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it has been so helpful. So after... After I put all it of them together. inspiring. Yes. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's it. I, I do want to do that. Yes. <laughs> and sometimes, too, when you're like, okay, I need to go and I need to clean my kitchen. Mm-hmm. And you look at it, and depending on, the well, for me, the amount of coffee I've had that morning mm-hmm. or just where my brain is, I'm like, I don't even know what to do. I don't know where I to should start. know what to do. I've cleaned I my kitchen distracted. a million times, but I, I don't know what I to do. I should probably <laughs> go ahead and juice those oranges that are getting old. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, and then you end up on all these rabbit trails, yeah. and then you get to the end of the day, and you're like, I know I was really busy. But I don't really know it's what I did. Still dirty in here. It's still a mess. Yeah. What do I do? And so I like that. And um, what I did is I posted them in each room. Um, because oh, good idea. I just put them, you know, in, in their respective rooms, and then um, that way, when I'm in the room, I can go and I can look because a lot of it's second nature mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. But sometimes I'm in there and I'm going, okay, hold on. I know I did the windows. Mm-hmm. I know that I wiped off his bookshelf or whatever, mm-hmm. but I don't know what comes. I can't remember yeah. what else I need to do before it's done. And so having that in the room is super helpful, and then I don't have to search for them. So I post them up in the rooms, and then it's also... You did cardstock. I did. Yeah, I I should have done cardstock. I put them out of normal paper. I also am going to get a corner rounder, a little punch. That's going to be cute. um, Mm -hmm. Just because that's the level I want to take this to. I want to laminate mine uh-huh. and then punch a hole in the corner and keep them on a ring. That's what I want. Oh, to do. that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And keep and them then in you my can cleaning caddy. That's oh, my plan. Oh, that's smart. Because mm-hmm. I do a cleaning caddy that has right. all my equipment. All your cleaning, all in your it. stuff. <laughs> yeah. I have, my cleaning bin right now is above my laundry cabinet just because I have little mm-hmm. hands that mm-hmm. are into every little cabinet yeah. that's you know waist down. And so um, I have a little bit in the laundry room. But that's a really good idea when you have kids that are old enough that you can be like, okay, mm-hmm. here's the living room card. Yeah. Go take care of your tasks, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but that has been – these cards have been super helpful to kind of organize my mm-hmm. organize my cleaning, which yeah. sounds super nerdy, but I'm, – I'm all about it. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's not nerdy. That's the super cool thing about you. You enjoy the cleaning cards as much as me. I do. I do. So those have been super helpful, and it's helpful too because sometimes I can look at a room and see everything that needs to happen, and I have a hard time saying, okay, but today this is my task. Yeah. Because if it were up to me, I would deep clean every room of my home every day. <laughs> Practically, with yeah. two kids, that's not realistic, yeah. and that's not a wise use of my yeah, time to right. do that. And so being able to say, okay, today I am going to do my weekly cleaning in our room or yeah. weekly cleaning in the kitchen and kind of section that off in my brain and say, okay, on this date, yeah, I'll do the deep cleaning in here yeah. so it will get done and I know that it's happening. But how often do you do deep cleaning? Um, I do, I would say probably once a quarter. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's about um, what I do. I, I always do like a spring and a fall. Mm-hmm. And then usually 
at Christmas time because we do a big Christmas gathering at our house with family. Yeah. I usually do a deep cleaning before that happens. Okay. Um, I'm, I don't feel like I do a summer one. Maybe. I don't know if I do. So I, I do some remember. stuff in the summer. Yeah. Um, this year we did windows in the summer, but. This year I didn't do a big deep clean in the summer because this was our first big garden year. Mm, yeah. Um, I mean, last the last year, I just, or last year I just had a tomato plant and a blackberry bush, so yeah. I don't think that really constitutes <laughs> yeah. a garden. Yeah. But this year the garden kept me super busy, mm-hmm. and so we were outside a ton, and yeah. I didn't do a deep clean this summer. But, um, but yeah, I usually do once a quarter, but I usually do my winter cleaning after Christmas. That's smart. Because we've been traveling, and we've been, we host, like, the college students and things like that at our house, too. And so there's just been a lot of traffic in mm-hmm. and out, and then you always have the new toys from Christmas. Yeah. So it's like, let's pare down and mm-hmm. simplify out what we need, what we don't need. So, okay. um, yeah. Okay. And then books or resources or anything like that you have on Okay, there? books. So... You loaned me Joy of Housekeeping, and it mm. was the sweetest book. I know. It's so I helpful. I absolutely loved it. It reminds me of, like, sitting down with my grandma mm-hmm. and saying, okay, how did you do things, grandma? And yeah. then, like, l- like just sitting at her feet and listening mm-hmm. and learning from her. And she, and the way she wrote, too, was just so sweet and so practical. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I remember there was one tip that I'm just dying for the first snow mm-hmm. because <laughs> Brandon's going to think that I've lost my mind. But in her laundering chapter she said she you can put like clothes or sheets or something that have like stains on them and lay them in the snow and the stain will transfer to the snow I don't remember this but that's cool yes (laughs) and I have some baby crib sheets that Mm -hmm. have seen better days and I'm like I'm not gonna throw them away yet Mm -hmm. I'm gonna wait and see if the snow fixes them because of course they're white and so you know I bet it's like a sunny snowy day oh I bet that would be good that'd be cool yeah so want to try that but yeah. I really enjoyed Joy of Housekeeping. I said it's a mixture of a home ec class meets a grandma. Yes. That tells you all her secrets. That's an excellent description <laughs> and I took a ton of notes while I was reading that just okay I want to try this I want to try this I want to try this and then um, her last chapter though was my absolute favorite when she talked about why bother. Yeah. Like why is this important? Why do we do the laundry the laundry well? Why do we keep house well? And I really enjoyed hearing her perspective of that and hearing the way that she put a huge emphasis on the weight and the influence that it has, not just, well, it's good to keep things clean. Yeah. But, you know, um, the way that she talked about that was super encouraging. Yeah. So I like that so book. So that is a good transition then into your why. Like, why does this stuff matter to you? Why do you think that Christian women should care? <laughs> why, why is our homes why to care? be used? And why are they? why are they tools from the Lord and not, you know... Prisons, as you <laughs> um, Well, first of all, I think we can look at God and his character and see that God's a God of order. When he created the earth, he did not create it in a big bang. Mm-hmm. He did not just let things explode and see how it all shakes mm-hmm. out at the end of the day. There is intentionality behind it. There's detail behind it. There's order behind it. And I think as women in the home, we have the honor and the privilege of mirroring or imaging God in that Mm -hmm. way in our homes, you know, and that's not something to be taken lightly. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's something to, um, be snarky about or Mm -hmm. say, oh, it doesn't really matter. You know, um, it has eternal importance in it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I mean, you look at scripture, okay. Proverbs 31, 27, she looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. And then we see in Nehemiah when, 
Nehemiah was accomplishing a big task. Like establishing a home is a big task. Mm -hmm. Building a wall was a big task. Mm -hmm. And seeing the way that he organized everybody. Everybody had their own Mm -hmm. job, their own things. I love this that you posted on the Bible group yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so, um, and I didn't, I didn't realize it until I read, was that Nehemiah 4 we read yesterday? Is that right? Uh, I can't remember. Three or four. Yeah, I think so. Something like that Mm -hmm. at the beginning. But I really enjoyed seeing that because sometimes it's easy. And I think, I think this is where, um, some women can get hung up of seeing like, well, I'm only doing laundry or I'm Mm -hmm. only cleaning my kitchen or I'm only giving the 12th glass of water to Mm -hmm. these little hands that are going to drop it. Like you can get real hung up on some of those thoughts, but then when you zoom out, just like in Nehemiah, when you zoom out and you see, okay, all of these people are being obedient in the task that's been given to them. If you've been given a home, your job is to steward it well. And we see that in Titus 2, uh, verses 2 through 5, where it says, Older women likewise are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers or slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good, and so train the young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind, and submissive to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. And part of that is working at home. And loving our husbands and children means cleaning their clothes well. Mm -hmm. It means providing a safe dwelling place for them, a pretty dwelling place Mm -hmm. for them, um, somewhere where it's going to be the backdrop of memories. Mm -hmm. It's going to be this cozy place that just helps them know and feel that they're loved, Mm -hmm. not just by you as the mom but or as the wife, but by the father. You, You have the opportunity to be the physical representation of God's love to your family. And not to say that if you have a messy home or if you're in a hard season, like, you know, if you're real fresh postpartum, (laughs) things are going to be crazy, you know, but by and large, that's not how we're, how we're called to structure our homes. Mm -hmm. You know, our homes should not be perpetually disasters, Right. you know, Mm -hmm. there are going to be times where you need to call a friend, (laughs) call a Jordan Mm -hmm. (laughs) and say, Hey, Mm -hmm. I'm in over my head. I don't Mm -hmm. know what to do. Nobody has socks. (laughs) Um, but by and large, I think we're called to far, far better mm-hmm. than just mediocre. Yeah. So what would you say to the person who would say, well, you're just wanting your house to look like a show home? <laughs> I would say you should come see my house. Right. <laughs> there's a difference in keeping a pristine home mm-hmm. or a pristine house mm-hmm. and in creating a home. Yeah. You know, it, you should be okay with the fact that there are going to be shoes by the door. Mm-hmm. You should be okay with the fact that your kitchen is going to be used. It's mm-hmm. not just to take pictures of yeah. or to look real pretty on a magazine cover or mm-hmm. something. My mom used to always say, I'm not making a house, I'm making a home. Yeah. You know, and there is a difference there. But I think sometimes we can easily cross that line into, well, home is just a crash pad. Right. You know, home is just a place where we just <laughs> toss our stuff and do whatever. And it's not just a crash pad, it's a training ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a place for us to train up our children to be diligent mm-hmm. and to be disciplined and responsible. And we can't teach them to do those things mm-hmm. if we're living in the midst of chaos. Right. You know, we can't mm-hmm. tell our children you need to care well for the gifts that God has given you Mm -hmm. while we sit in yoga pants, nothing against yoga pants, Mm -hmm. but while we sit in yoga pants on the couch and just bark orders, you know, Mm -hmm. that's not okay. Or just sit on the couch and then gripe about how everybody is 
making a trash heap of the home <laughs> yeah. as the house is just, and you're just sitting there. Mm-hmm. And there's no way around the fact that it's hard work to manage right. a home. It's hard right. work. There's a lot to do. And mm-hmm. especially if you have kids, there's a lot to do continually. Right. That there's a lot of people always eating, always playing, always learning. And that's mm-hmm. the way it's supposed to be. Like, right. that's not an error. Like, that's how it's supposed to work. Right. So there's no way around that. But how do you make it manageable then to, like, keep a home organized and clean and, you know, taken care of if you are homeschooling, have all your children at home, feeding them three times a day, and Mm -hmm. maybe have a toddler in the mix, like, (laughs) or a newborn, or, you know what I mean, or maybe you're pregnant. Like, how is it manageable then to make this happen? Well, I think one one thing would be that you have to be organized about it, whether Mm -hmm. or not it's your forte. Um, because sometimes it's, it's always easy to make excuses. Right. Um, but if it's not your forte, reach out to somebody and say, Hey, yeah. I need help figuring yeah. out how to structure my day. Yeah. I help need me get help. This established. Help me get yeah. this established. Like there, and that's one really beautiful thing about the church, the church body is that you're going to have women that are gifted in different mm-hmm. things. So you can go to and say, Hey, I'm struggling here or I'm confused here, or I don't know how to do this. Can you teach me? Can you show yeah. me? And I think that's where Titus 2 comes in, where you have older women teaching younger women, and there are things that younger women or older women can learn from younger women yeah. too. You can learn from other women in your church and say, okay, help me get help me get a, something established. Um, write out a daily rhythm. Mm-hmm. Start there. Start there with if you're if your home is a mess and you feel like everything's out of control and you have no idea what to do, start with a daily rhythm. Yeah. And I think a key part is training your children. Yes. To come alongside yes. you mm-hmm. because, and it's, it's hard. I have, I mean, you know, I have Jack and June. Mm-hmm. They are three and a half and one and a half. And sometimes it takes me three times longer to do the laundry right mm-hmm. now. But a really beautiful moment happened. That, so they always help me with laundry. I fold and then they help put away. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they'll help me sort too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll give June a job, which is just take these clothes from this basket and put them into this basket, which is you know, very fun which is them. a lot of fun mm-hmm. for her. But then it's teaching her to sit at my feet and to help me with whatever yeah, I'm doing, do something. you know, mm-hmm. and we're called to train up our children in the way that they should go. And it's as we're going, mm-hmm. it's not just sitting down in the morning and doing, you know, we do the truth and grace memory mm-hmm. book with them. It's not just sitting down and going over questions and memory verses with them. It is training them up to be responsible to recognize that everything in our home, whether it's food, whether it's toys, whether it's blankets or beds or anything, is a gift from God. Mm-hmm. Because bottom line, we deserve nothing mm-hmm. from the Lord. We we are, it is His grace that we have breath, mm-hmm. right? So then everything else, our home, is a physical representation of His abundant blessing and grace in our lives. Yeah. And so we can teach our children that. And I, in I tell Jack all the time, this is a gift that God yes. gave us. Mm-hmm. Your toys are gifts from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Our food is gift is a gift from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And we want to steward that yeah. well. We yeah. want to be wise in the way that we handle the things that he's yeah. given us because we're called to be faithful. Mm-hmm. We're called, whether we're given little, whether we're given much. So mm-hmm. if there's a woman who is still living in her home or living in the home with her parents, she has a bedroom. Yeah. You know, even if the rest of the house is out of her control, mm-hmm. she has a bedroom. Be mm-hmm. faithful mm-hmm. with keeping your bedroom well. Yeah. And when you have an apartment, be faithful in keeping your apartment well. When you're given a home, be faithful in keeping yeah. your home well. You know, whatever your situation is, be faithful with what you're given and steward it well. Not so that you'll get more, but just because we're called to be faithful. Right. And mm-hmm. 
to be good stewards. Be good yeah. stewards. I think that's so important to like have the wording for that with children, mm-hmm. uh, with with their rooms, with their toys, with the yes. house. Like we say all the time, like God gave us this house. This is a gift from the Lord. It's mm-hmm. His grace that He gave us this, and we will take care of it. Any time that we've had a kid that does the banging on the door, oh yeah, you know, like, yeah. some kind of a fit, <laughs> we're always no. Yeah. The, this you will not mistreat something that God has given us. We're mm-hmm. called to we're called to make things better and to steward right. it well. We're not ever gonna mistreat or like if someone throws a toy or something. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like a great opportunity to teach them. That's not how we treat things that God has given us. That mm-hmm. we want to steward them well and to make them better, not hurt them. Right, and I think I think sometimes it's easy, especially with you know seeing gentle parenting and things like that, where it's like, oh, well, I w- I don't want them to have to work. I uh-huh. want them to have to do anything hard. Well, the bottom line is, one day they're going to have to work, mm-hmm. or they're not going to eat. Yeah, you know, <laughs> they're gonna. And I think that's in Proverbs too, where it mm-hmm. says, "Let me see. I think I actually wrote that one down." Second Thessalonians, for for even when we were with you, we would give you this command: is if anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. Yeah. For we hear that some among you walk in idleness, not busy at work, but busy bodies. Now such persons we command and encourage in the Lord Jesus Christ to do their work quietly and to earn their own living. And if that's our goal for our children, to be faithful followers of the Lord that are going to work hard, that are going to honor him with their lives, then they can't be slothful and lazy. Mm -hmm. And we can't expect them to turn 18 and then, oh, all of a sudden I now know how to do laundry manage finances, make wise decisions, mm-hmm. and care well for the things that God gave me yeah. because I had a birthday. You right. know? <laughs> yeah. We can't expect that to happen. That's something that we have to train our children up in. Mm-hmm. That's something we have to teach them as we're going, and mm-hmm. it starts when they're little. Yeah. And there, there is always something that kids can do in the home. Yeah. And, and honestly, they love, like, kids yes. thrive in responsibility, especially yeah. sons. I mean, mm-hmm. my daughter is still young, so it's hard to know what it's going to be like with her, but I know right. for sure sons thrive in work and responsibility my boys love to work they love when they feel like they have work that is really meaningful Mm -hmm. that it is really a big help to our family we had a rock pile the riprap that we had oh yeah moving to the creek every day (laughs) they'd be like can we go walk i want to go walk valor especially yeah i want to go walk can we go walk dad dad let's go walk um, and just loved it. And I mean, so it was sweet. a huge job. It took mm-hmm. them months to move by hand a huge pile of riprap into the creek right. and place it all. And they worked hard the entire time and they had an end goal in mind and they were so proud of themselves right. when it was done. The day that they moved the last rock was a celebration <laughs> and we were so proud of them. But that, yeah. like, they kids thrive in work mm-hmm. and it's our job to organize it for them. Right. They don't right. know what to do. Right. It's our job to be faithful, to think through it, to do mm-hmm. the mental work of this is a good job for a two-year-old. Right. This is a good job for a four-year-old. This is a good job for an eight-year-old. Right. You know, thinking through how can I best suit my kids with work for them to do so that mm-hmm. they can be trained, so that they can be faithful later on in life. Right. And you think about our job as women in the home. We're called to be managers of the home. And a good manager doesn't just bark orders mm-hmm. at their employees and go, well, you need to do this, mm-hmm. and then give them absolutely no training yeah. and skill sets to be able to accomplish that task. Mm-hmm. They break it down. They put them through training and things like that. And in the same way, we do that with our kids mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that they're prepared for the tasks that they need to do. And and like you said, they love it. Mm-hmm. Like, anytime I go do laundry, Jack's like, yay, we get to do laundry, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm sure, I mean, there are some days where, you know, we're not quite so excited about yeah. it, but we get there, yeah, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I think one thing that you have to let go of is one, your home is not going to be perfect at all times. A well-ordered home doesn't mean a perfect home. There's a difference there. And you have to be okay with, especially when you have littles, the fact that they're going to do things different from you. Mm -hmm. Like right now in my ideal world, Mm -hmm. I would love for my towels to be color coordinated. Mm -hmm. I want them all folded perfectly facing the same direction. And I want all of the washcloths to remain folded in the basket that I have for them. Mm -hmm. Like that would be my dream world. (laughs) Realistically, when I have a one and a half year old and a three and a half year old helping me with the laundry Mm -hmm. and the towels are their job, Mm -hmm. that is not what my cabinet looks like. It's Mm -hmm. just not. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Because if I were to come back behind and redo everything that they did, there are some things I have to redo. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to towels, does it really matter? Mm -hmm. You know, if anybody comes to my house and wants to throw a fit about what my towel cabinet looks like, Becky can't fix the towels correctly. We probably have other conversations (laughs) that need to happen, you know. Um, But they love helping them, and Mm -hmm. Jack's real big into construction things. And so he will go in, and I'll set them on the edge of our bed because that's where I – toss all the laundry mm-hmm. to folds, and he'll come in, he's like, I'm a forklift, and yeah. he'll shove his little arms underneath <laughs> the towels, and then he'll make the beeping noises yeah. all the way to the mm-hmm. laundry room, and I have to be okay with the fact that he's not doing it as quickly as I would, mm-hmm. you know, one, he hasn't had a cup of coffee or two mm-hmm. by that point mm-hmm. in the morning, you know, and, and two, he's a forklift, two, he's a forklift, <laughs> you have to move slowly <laughs> to operate well, you know, but he's doing the task that I asked him to do, mm-hmm. so as a mom, you have to kind of take a step back and think in your head, okay, is this something that they can do, that is okay for them to do this mm-hmm. way, you know? And, well, then, and it comes down to, like, what's of higher value? Right. Like, right. is it a higher value to have everything perfect, or is it a higher value to train your children? Right. Like, when you step back and think of it in terms like that, it's like, well, obviously it's a higher value to take the extra time mm-hmm. for things not to be perfect, right. but to have children that know how to work. Right. And they're not scared to do that. Right. And then as they grow older, you can bestow more responsibility yeah. on them and say, okay, now we're going to put them in here the right way, yeah. or this way. Let me show mm-hmm. you how we're going to do it this way. And um, right now the kids' clothes, some certain drawers are not folded because mm-hmm. they put them yeah. away. Mm-hmm. And so I leave them. Mm-hmm. Ideally, again, that's not how I would do yeah. it. But that's okay. They are taking care of their things. Mm-hmm. They're learning to steward their things well. And that's more important to me than a perfectly color-coordinated drawer. Now, when it comes to my clothes, mm-hmm. that's a whole different ballgame. It's <laughs> a whole different ballgame. But I think we have to keep in mind what the what the end game is. Yeah. You know, we want we want children that are going to know how to work hard, that are going to be diligent and responsible and faithful, mm-hmm. and structure our days and our time like that. Yeah. So, with doing all this, how do you have any tips or thoughts about? your attitude like Misty Winkler talks about organizing your attitude yes and how that has to happen before you can you know organize and manage your household yes the most important thing is to have an organized attitude Mm -hmm. so what are some thoughts that you have about that well so um Abby Halberstadt I think is how you say her name um wrote M is for Mama Mm -hmm. and in there she talks about um she says we not they meaning children are meant to be the emotional thermostats of our own homes mm-hmm. and so if you're fussy about mm-hmm. doing things your children are going mm-hmm. to get fussy about doing the yep. same things um and then what kind of offering is that to the lord mm-hmm. if you're real grumpy and you're yeah. real fussy and mm-hmm. you're complaining about all of the things that you have to do or you're you know complaining about the fact that you have to do these things mm-hmm. um and last year we went through a bit of a hard season and 
there was one point where a dishwasher went out. Mm-hmm. We had just moved into a new home. I was, June was, what, three weeks old, yes. I think, mm-hmm. when we moved. Um, it was mayhem. And then we had somebody else living with us for a little while. I mean, it was just, it was a crazy, mm-hmm. crazy kind of summer. And then right when Brandon was on a work trip, <laughs> my dishwasher goes out. And I thought, okay, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? And then it was months before we were able to go ahead and get it replaced. And so there were a lot of fussy, or dishes washed in a fussy manner Mm -hmm. in my mind. And then um, I was talking with our friend Sarah Mm -hmm. Shannon and was talking to her. And I said, I'm just having a really hard time right now. (laughs) All these dishes, they just keep happening. And she said, be joyful. Rejoice Mm -hmm. always. Rejoice Mm -hmm. always. And I was like, oh my goodness, you're so right. And as I was washing dishes that day, this thought popped into my head of, okay, I could sit here and fuss and be upset about the fact that I have to wash dishes. Mm-hmm. Or if you turn that into an attitude of thankfulness, mm-hmm. there are a hundred other things I could be thanking the Lord for yeah. that led to the dirty dishes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord, that I have children. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with food mm-hmm. so that I can cook th- and bless me with two hands to yeah. cook the food. Yeah. And then, you know, food and then the bellies that are now filled mm-hmm. full mm-hmm. because of these dishes, you know. All of that. So there's a hundred other things that you can thank the Lord for. If you're upset about laundry, thank you, Lord, that we have clothes. If you're yeah. upset about cleaning the bedrooms, thank you, Lord, that we have beds. Thank you for a roof over our heads. So anytime your attitude is out of out of check, stop, first yeah. of all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then repent. Repent. <laughs> and then um, praise the Lord for what you do have and the yeah. blessings that he has given mm-hmm. you. Yeah, that's such a good point. And I think you said something in there that was really helpful. Um with our work being an offering to the Lord, mm-hmm. like do all that you do unto the Lord. Um, so if our work that we're doing at home is our offering, if we make it something that is tainted by a terrible attitude in our right. sin, like like you said, it's not a very good offering. But if we are able to see it as God, like let this be let this be a blessing to you. Help me mm-hmm. to have the right attitude to glorify you in my housework, right. in my mothering. Um, in my cleaning, like let let this all be a gift to you. That that helps you too to oh, see yeah. it as as something that God's calling you to do mm-hmm. and calling you to do in a way that you're not sinning all the way through it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And if you do a task joyfully, it's so it's much so more much pleasant. Better. So much it better. It is so much more pleasant yeah. <laughs> than being upset about it the yeah. whole time. You know, being upset is not going to do anything but teach yeah. your children how to be out of control of their own emotions. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and. I, and even in that, that's something that we are modeling. All throughout our days, we are modeling mm-hmm. what it's like to follow the Lord. And mm-hmm. so if we're going to be fussy in the way that we go about our days, we can't expect anything more from our children. Yeah. You know, we can't expect them to be joyful little beings mm-hmm. if we're walking around all grumpy and upset about the fact that we have There's too many work. blessings. There's work to do. <laughs> there yeah. are too many things mm-hmm. that the Lord has blessed me with, mm-hmm. you know. That this fruit is heavy. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Oh, I loved, I loved um, what Nancy Wilson said about that. Um, I was thinking about the poem that Rachel Jankovich posted a long time ago. Who was that? About fruit. Something about fruit and vines and heavy fruit. And oh, okay. <laughs> it's well, very good, though. <laughs> you like that? It's really it detailed. Beautiful. I appreciated that. <laughs> Very eloquently repeated or <laughs> quoted. <laughs> um, Nancy Wilson just did a feminine podcast on 
Baskets of Fruit Are Heavy. And mm. I think that's the title of it. And it was just like a month or two back. Um, but that was a phrase mm. that they repeated at their home a lot was, Baskets of Fruit Are Heavy. Yeah. Like, that's not a bad thing. Right. And then um, Abby Halberstadt also says, hard does not equal bad. Yeah. Is one of the things that she says frequently. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really encouraging to think about is, Hard work is good for us. Yeah. Just because something is hard doesn't mean that it's It's bad. bad You Mm -hmm. know, there are hard things that we do, um, but that's not bad. Yeah. Um, Another thing that's helpful in keeping a good attitude is I like to put scripture in Mm -hmm. each room of the home, wherever Mm -hmm. I'm going to be a lot. Mm -hmm. So I have have some above the sink. Mm -hmm. I have some above the stove because those are two places Mm -hmm. I'm a lot. Um, Some above my washer and dryer. And then um, I have some in each room of the home. And it's, and then when I'm in those rooms, if I'm choosing to be fussy about whatever I'm doing, I can instead look to that scripture and pray for whoever that room is for. Yeah. You know, if it's Brandon's office, I can pray over his work. Mm-hmm. If it's Jack's room, I think I have, is it First Corinthians sixteen ten? I think it talks about being a strong man. Mm-hmm. And um, then in June's room, I have the proverb about. The teaching of kindness will be on her tongue, mm-hmm. and Titus two, and mm-hmm. things like that. I think um, the is it first or second Peter? Now I'm blanking. Talks about um, your adorning not being mm-hmm. second Peter, right? Mm-hmm. Your adorning not being external, um, and things like that. So having those scriptures in there too is a really good self check. Am I using my time well? Yeah. Because if I'm complaining, I am certainly not. Yeah, <laughs> I can be praising, really praying for them, and praising God for them mm-hmm. instead. But, yeah. Okay. So, one thing earlier you said the first thing you should do is maybe set up a schedule, like a, Mm -hmm. um, you know. And another thing that I would add in that is declutter. Like, first thing, get rid of excess stuff. So, do you have any advice about that? Because I know we Mm -hmm. we love going to yard sales, so the clutter piles up. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we quickly have to recycle (laughs) through, like, what do we want to get rid of now that we got all those free toys or free junk that I love? (laughs) always something about little hands that find the most important treasure. Yeah, there's lots of rocks (laughs) in our house. I have washed so much gravel Yeah, because he's like, this is, mommy, look at this. Look at this treasure. And he calls it treasure, and it's so sweet. But, yeah, there's a lot that has to declutter. Mm -hmm. Um, So Elizabeth Elliot has a quote that I really love that says, everything in your home, everything in your house should have a home. And if everything in your home does not have a home, Mm-hmm. then you have too much stuff. Yeah. You know, and um, so I think that's another another thing, too, that we can teach our kids. There's one thing that I tell Jack whenever we're, whenever we're decluttering, I always tell him, think about there might be some, if you have two sets of something or mm-hmm. if you have a plethora of something, mm-hmm. think about kids who may not have it mm-hmm. and think about how happy you are when you find something mm-hmm. that's super, super exciting to you, yeah. you know. Let this be a blessing to somebody else mm-hmm. and not – a burden in our household that yeah. we're having to pick up a hundred <laughs> right. times, you know? Um, and so decluttering, let me see. So, I think a good tip too is like, if you have little kids, don't put the puzzles where they can get them yes. all the time. Don't put the board games yes. where they can get them all the time. It's like right. you constantly have this clutter all over the floor because you're letting a toddler get into the sorry board. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like there's sorry pawns everywhere. <laughs> It's like, it doesn't have to be that way. No. Th- be wise about where you put things. And be discerning about what comes into your house, too. Yeah. And that that's something that's something that I, 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 I work on, and you kind of have to be careful because 
there are things that are important to little children that you look at and you go, this is complete junk. We really don't need this. Why is this in our house? But it's so exciting to Mm -hmm. them. And so you have to be careful. Obviously, you don't want to get rid of those things. But if the kids are older, involve them in the process and help them pick through, Mm -hmm. you know, what what they want to donate and what they want to hang on to. Um, But for sure, keeping little pieces up where kids Mm -hmm. can't, where little hands can't get them. And then... Again, having a home for everything is mm-hmm. super, super helpful. We keep our toys that have smaller pieces on rotation. Mm-hmm. So we only have a couple sets of something out at one time that yeah. have lots of, of tiny pieces mm-hmm. that need to be sorted. Um, and just making a habit of decluttering. So I keep a bin in our mudroom where anytime I come across something, maybe it's something that I have that I'm like, you know, I haven't worn this shirt all year. Yeah, do I really need to hold on to like, this? I really need this. Why do I even own it? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Every time I try to wear this, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So then instead of just thinking, I need to get rid of that at mm-hmm. some point, toss it in a yeah. declutter bin mm-hmm. so that once the bin fills up, you can bag yeah. it up and go donate it yeah. and you don't have to I think have twice. I have a bag in our closet that it's yes. the, do- the donation bag. Donate spot. Um, and then um, the Joy of House came Joy of Housekeeping also had a quote that said, I must get rid of the excess before I die or the Lord comes, whichever comes first. (laughs) And that's really helpful, especially when we live in a culture where the mindset and the mentality is excess is best. The most stuff you can have, the better better you'll be. But the more simple our homes are, the easier they are to keep up with the easier it is to manage everything and keep things in an orderly orderly fashion. Yeah. So so I'm I'm not a minimalist either. No. Like I I don't ascribe to that philosophy of life because right. I do think that the that things have value. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's very important to be mindful and um, intentional with what things you do have, with what stuff right. you do have. Um, like for us, if a lot of things have come in through yard sales <laughs> like getting rid of things that you're not going to be using okay this is going to replace something so just getting rid of the excess and it's okay to like replace things with improvements but just being mindful yeah yeah for sure and when it comes to cleaning I think it is possible to enjoy what you're doing Mm -hmm. for me enjoying what I'm doing means having the right tools being a little nerdy about what I'm using (laughs) and like doing the research about the product and the tool and by the way my thieves cleaner came in today and I'm so excited oh did you did you end up getting the one that I have I did oh okay I broke down you're gonna love it I know I'm so excited but yeah just kind of like nerding out a little bit about what you use in my opinion helps it to be much more enjoyable and to really think about what you're using I like that. I mean, I like using products that are non-toxic and that mm-hmm. also smell good. Those right. are two high markers of importance for me when it comes <laughs> to cleaning. And then also efficient, like what makes my job better. So uh, that's something that helps me with actually enjoying my work and not mm-hmm. just feeling begrudging about it. Do you have any thoughts about enjoying work? So Sarah McKenzie talks about in her book, Teaching from Rest, which technically is about homeschooling, but there was a lot about I, it I that, that I that just loved Mm -hmm. it was so good and I read it at the beginning of the school year and I definitely needed to going into preschool because Mm -hmm. early childhood is not my forte (laughs) I'm used to fourth grade special education which is miles different well not too far different in Mm -hmm. some some aspects but it's still very different from early childhood um also somebody I love to multitask I like to think about a hundred different million things Mm -hmm. at at a time and she talked about in her book slowing down and learning to enjoy each task. Yeah. Taking the time. If you're cooking dinner, don't also make your grocery pickup order. Like, don't also be doing all of these 100 other things. Doesn't that sound nice? You know, 
Like, yeah. Wait, wait. We're allowed to do that? We can do that? That's within the rules? <laughs> yeah. When she said that, I was kind of like, oh, oh, I can. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do a hundred yeah. things at the same time. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm capable mm-hmm. or think that I'm halfway capable of it because the reality is when I'm trying to do too many things, I'm not doing a whole lot very well in that right, moment. Right, And there are some crazy <laughs> things out there about how multitasking really isn't that efficient. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> about how if you it. actually focus on one task, you mm-hmm. will actually get that done quicker and more efficiently than a lot if better. you were doing 14 at the right. same time. So. Which also applies. Which I'm like, I don't know if I believe it because I'm such a multitasker, <laughs> but I love the thought of not being a multitasker. Of not having to. It's something that I really have to work at, and that's something that I've been trying to focus on um, in my home is just this is the task before me. Yeah. This is what I'm going to be obedient in, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do this to the best of my ability mm-hmm. with all of my heart right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And what it's led to is instead of me – you know, stirring whatever I have on the on the stove or flipping the bacon or whatever, and then also over here hearing Jack talk to me and then trying to do the grocery pickup mm-hmm. and try to line out what tomorrow's going to look like and mm-hmm. all of these things. Instead, it gives me the opportunity to usher my kids in mm-hmm. and say, hey, this is what I'm doing. Just do you want to hang out with mm-hmm. me? Do you want to do this with mm-hmm. me? Because if we're trying to do too much, that's when our minds can easily fall into that rut of, Oh my goodness, my kids are just in the way. Yep. Oh, you guys, no, just go find Stop. something to do. Yep. Go find something to do. Go occupy your time. Mm-hmm. And while there is benefits to them learning to play independently, yep. there is also immense benefit in our children coming alongside us and mm-hmm. working with us. And if you're only focused on cooking dinner, it really doesn't matter if they splash half the flour out. You're paying attention and you know mm-hmm. about how much you need to toss <clears> back <throat> in. Yeah. You know, and maybe don't hand them the one real finicky recipe right. that has to have the perfect <clears throat> amount to turn out right, mm-hmm. you know. Or just be okay with, you know, some dense little biscuits or yeah. whatever, you know. Um, but that was that was really helpful. And it's been so cool to see how much more enjoyable my work is yeah. when I'm focusing on the task at hand. If I am teaching Jack Preschool, that's what we're doing. Yeah. I'm not going to be up and trying to fold laundry. I'm not going to be up and trying to clean this over here and hollering at him across the room. First of all, it's not very good connection time for either yeah. of us. And it leads to more disobedience on his part mm-hmm. because then he starts acting out because he knows He's that like, mom, pay mom is not paying attention, mm-hmm. you know. And so it leads to just a much more peaceful, overall yeah. joyful home when we're actually enjoying our work. Yeah. And then it gives our kids, again, an example they want to follow. Mm-hmm. If they see their mom buzzing around doing 100 things, constantly stressed out, yeah, that's not somebody I want to be. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be that kind of person. Mm-hmm. I was talking to someone about um, how long it took us to do our homeschool day. Mm-hmm. And they were surprised that it didn't take very long. <clears throat> and I was telling them that I find that if I just sit by my students right, <laughs> and sit alongside them, talking to them as we go, reminding them how to do something, mm-hmm. or helping them with instruction, just being present makes them go so much faster. Oh, yeah. But if I am up doing something else then they're distracted and looking at other things and staring right. out the window but if I just am physically present beside them our days go so much quicker oh yeah and they're a whole lot more joyful yeah you have so much your your time together mm-hmm. is of a higher quality yeah than if you're just checking something off of mm-hmm. a list and I'm all mm-hmm. about checklists you know that but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but 
our time with our children and our work in the home is not just something to check off. Yeah. While a checklist is helpful, mm-hmm. our end goal is not to have all the boxes checked. Yeah. It's to have a home that's honoring to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's not reflected in what a checklist is. Yeah. That same kind of mentality of teaching from rest and learning to enjoy each task and working from an attitude of rest is helpful when you're taking care of the home too. Mm-hmm. Because if you're trying to, again, clean every room or if you're just like, okay, I'm going to pick this up from this room and then take it over this room and, oh my goodness, this needs to happen in this room, mm-hmm. you end up disjointed and those end up being one of the days where you're like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. So having set things that you're going to do each day is super helpful. Okay. Let's end with that little liturgy. Yes. Okay. So this is Every Moment Holy by McKelvey is the last name. And it's a really sweet little book. It has prayers for all kinds of things. There's even prayers about changing diapers, you know, and prayers for busy days and things like that. But this is called A Liturgy for Domestic Days. Many are the things that must be daily done. Meet me, therefore, O Lord, in the doing of the small repetitive tasks in the cleaning and ordering and maintenance and stewardship of things, of dishes, of floors, of carpets and toilets and tubs, of scrubbing and sweeping and dusting and laundering, that by such stewardship I might bring a greater order to my own life and to the lives of any I am given to serve, so that in those ordered spaces bright things might flourish, fellowship and companionship, creativity and conversation, learning and laughter and enjoyment and health. As I steward the small daily tasks, may I remember these good ends and so discover in my labors the promise of the eternal hopes that underlie them. Amen. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that, and thank you for coming on today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Yep. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. For more information, you can go to the Fruitful and Fearless website at fruitfulandfearless.com.